Good morning and welcome once again to In Focus. I'm John Sims and joining us again this morning, the longtime president of Tyler Area Ambucks, Amanda Storer. Amanda, as always, great to have you with us. Thanks for having me and good morning. You bet. Don't forget In Focus is available online. Go to ktbb.com slash In Focus. In Focus is uploaded to our website by the day after the show airs. Amanda, um, I don't know how many times we've done shows with Ann Bucks. We go back a long, long way, and you are the long time. Remember exactly how long you've been uh, the president? About six, six years, maybe? Yeah, I think it's been about six years, so um, it may be a little bit longer, but yeah, so it's it's been a little bit been a while well you're obviously the go-to person <laughs> so uh for that and so many other reasons again great to have you with us let's talk a little bit about ambooks i know ambooks officially it stands for american business clubs there are a lot uh, you have a much more specific focus but tell us about ambooks on the national level and then here on the local level and how that all ties in and basically what your work is all about yeah, so our national AMBUCS uh, was started uh, next year. We actually celebrate our 100th year, so it'll be really great. So um, we are having a, a big celebration in Birmingham and Alabama. And so, um, so we are under the national umbrella. And so 100 years ago, it was started to provide scholarships to therapists, so PTs and um, OTs that were needed to help um, you know, wounded warriors as they were coming back from uh, the war. So it was really great that we needed more therapists on the ground and our founder um, found a way to do it. So, but it's evolved into um, chapters all over the nation and they are doing all, you know, all different things, but for a common cause. And so our mission is to create um, independence and mobility for those with disabilities. Um, and we do that several different ways, but overall um, chapters across the nation are doing things like providing scholarships to therapists still, um, wheelchair ramps, adapted tricycles called the Amtrike, and just um, community service in their communities that, uh, you know, just is really great and, and really powerful to see. Okay. Uh, one point of clarification. Here we are in early 2022, first weekend of the new year. And you said next year, it, 2022. I, I've been having that problem since I was a little boy. But 2022, this year, is actually the official anniversary? Yes, so okay. 2022 is the official anniversary, and so we will celebrate that in August. Okay, very good. Just wanted to get that cleared up. And again, no biggie. Uh, now, the mission of the organization is to create mobility, as you said, mobility and independence for individuals with disabilities in the Tyler area. And uh, we're going to go through this point by point as um, you've given the uh, – uh, topics to me before we went to air and um, several things that you do and each of them bears quite a bit of discussion because it's really interesting and unique nobody in the community as far as I know is doing quite the kind of work that you do let's start with the wheelchair ramp builds tell us first of all how that program works and uh, where you are locally with it right now yeah, so we used to outsource all this, um, you know, we would go out and do the assessment of the house and, you know, figure out what materials were needed and go purchase the materials and everything. And then and then we decided, let's look into the community and see if this is already being done somehow. And it was. And so we ended up partnering with Texas Ramps. And so they were already doing some of the work that we were doing. And so we partnered with them so we weren't duplicating services. So we still work with Texas Ramp and we build at least one ramp a month, so one wheelchair ramp. And so we provide those free of charge for families that cannot, don't, can't get that service through any, anywhere else. So they might be going into the hospital and coming out and, and need a ramp. 
um, they may have needed a ramp for a time for some while and um, couldn't get it through other means they may actually have the funding to put it in and pay for it but they don't have the manual labor to do it and so we provide that manual labor for them as well so we do that once a month through volunteers all righty and you build on saturday mornings that is correct um, you can always use additional volunteers on site. Don't have to be an Amtrak. Uh, uh, Am, uh, okay, I'm getting Amtrak and Amtrak mixed up again. We'll straighten <laughs> yeah, that out during the course of the show. You don't have to be an Ambucks member. No, you do not have to be an Ambucks member. We have plenty of volunteers that just come out to do wheelchair ramps, um, bring their families, bring children. You have to be at least 14 years old just to be on site just because of safety reasons. But we have you know high school students that need community service hours, college students um, in different programs that it would benefit them to have on their resume. We have all kinds of volunteers that come out. Mm -hmm. And I know you've done a lot of these around the Tyler area. How can a person get in touch with you, uh, really about this or about anything else? Let's get some of that basic contact information out. Yeah, so we have a main email that is tylerambuckspresident at gmail.com. You can also call 903-312-4925, um, and we can get you in touch with our ramp coordinator. Currently, uh, Ivan Ariola is our ramp coordinator, and so he would put you on the list and get you all the information that you would need to volunteer. Mm -hmm. And also the website, tylerambucks.org, and you're on Facebook and Instagram with all the latest updates. Monthly newsletters sent out to members and volunteers. And, uh, and as far as the wheelchair ramps are concerned, since that's the topic we're on at the moment, people who need wheelchair ramps or people who just want to volunteer, contact information is all the same, right? Yes, contact information is the same. You can also go to texasramps.org and they have information on how to fill out a, you know, a referral or to fill out an application on uh, to receive a ramp. Mm -hmm. I understand your wheelchair ramp project is going pretty well right now, but uh, the pricing of lumber has become a bit of an issue and people need to know about this because uh, if they need some help and it's gonna be a little bit delayed, uh, they need to understand, I think that there are some good reasons for that. And I understand that um, the pricing of lumber has been an issue, but you have been able to continue, maybe not as well as you would like, but people in the community have been generous about offsetting that, right? Yeah. Yes, yeah, so we have had some generous donors that have been able to offset those costs. Um, it costs us about three times as much or more to produce a ramp um, than it did pre-COVID. So, so it was really great that we we do have the ability to get some more additional donors. But we have they us and Texas Ramps have slowed down a little bit on how many ramps we are able to produce in a month um, due to due to those rising costs, but um, we still are able to provide the ramps in the community, so. That's great. Amanda Storr with Tyler Area Ambooks, our guest this morning on In Focus. I'm John Sims, and let's move on now to what really has, I would say, unquestionably been your highest profile project in the community over the last several years. This is the Southside Park project, and on a personal note, I uh, spend a fair amount of time um, off and on, but I would say a fair amount of time or have spent over the years at Southside Park, and I have been able to see the transformation, and it has really been phenomenal. Uh, tell us a little bit about that and then get us up to date on some of the work that still remains to be done and how that's going. Yes, yeah, so we're really proud of the Southside Park project, and so and just excited to have it in the city. Um, feedback is continues to pour in for that playground, and um, and so it's an all-inclusive playground, which means that anybody and everybody can access all parts of the playground, and so. We want to continue in that journey and, um, you know, based on feedback and based on uh, communication with the uh, community, 
we uh, we still want to offer a fencing and barrier system for that playground to allow for those who may be a runner or for those who you know for those children who may wander off to allow for it to be a more safer environment out there and so we are in um, communication with the city still to complete a plan for the fencing and barrier system we do have some funds in place uh, we generated some funds through fundraisers and things like that um, last year in 2021 and so we are moving forward with that project and hopefully we'll have some deadlines and dates coming up in the next few weeks all righty nothing cast in stone yet and that's really what the negotiation process with the city is all about right yes, now. yes and, uh, um, and uh, surely an update on that fairly early in the year if all goes well yes that's what we're hoping and so it really is just looking at materials and looking at what would be the mm -hmm. best uh, system to put in place including like the most accessible gating system right. so that um, all people can be able to access it and get in and so mm-hmm uh, I know that a lot of people, including myself, have seen the all-new Southside Park. But for, and first of all, this is the one at 455 Shiloh Road. That's yes. Shiloh and Donnybrook, the one that uh, coincides with the Rose-Rudman Trail, mm -hmm. in case people are wondering exactly where it is. But uh, it does get a lot of attention, a lot of business. What does it look like right now? What improvements have you made within the past several years? So when the playground got put in, um, the improvements were, I mean, it went from a capacity of about 60 kids to a capacity of 600 people mm -hmm. out there. So, um, and uh, you know, any given uh, beautiful day that we have here in East Texas, you'll see quite a bit of kids out there, um, children and families. Um, and so it's really neat to be able to see um, wheelchairs out there, people on crutches, you know, people just have low tone. I mean. There's just, and then playing with their siblings and then parents, even parents uh -huh. who may have some sort of um, disability out there playing with, you know, neurotypical children that they're able to actually access the playground. So the ground surfacing is, is key um, to be able to walk across a surface that, you know, supports you and, um, and just have accessibility. So a music garden that is accessible, swings that are also accessible. Um, and just um, all kinds of things out there that are enjoyable by all. So You bet. Amanda Storer, our guest this morning on In Focus. I'm John Sims. Amanda's with Ambux. Uh, the mission, of course, to create mobility and independence for individuals with disabilities in the Tyler area. Contact information, Tyler Ambux, president at gmail.com. Website is tylerambux.org. And uh, you're also on Facebook and Instagram. Phone number, if you want to... Um, Use that method, 903-312-4925. And uh, on to the Amtrike program. First of all, just a brief update and recap of exactly how that works. Yeah, so our Amtrike program, Amtrikes are known as adapted tricycles. And so really anyone that can't ride a standard, typical tricycle can is eligible for an Amtrike or an adapted tricycle. And so... Um, what this does is it allows, um, it, we have all kinds of components that we can put into this uh, adaptive tricycle to customize it for um, any individual and whatever their needs are. If they need something that can hold up their trunk, we've got laterals that can do that. Um, if they need extra belting systems or harnesses, we can do that as well. 
Um, we have three wheeled trikes. Uh, all of them are three wheeled trikes, but some of them have where you can move it with your upper extremity versus your lower extremity, mm-hmm. um, vice versa, things of that nature. So we provide those tricycles free of charge for families. Um, medical bills get expensive, and you know, and sometimes they are deemed as recreational and not therapeutic. But we all know that they have a therapeutic component to them, including a socialization component that is really key to you know health and well-being, but also healing. So. Mm-hmm. Somebody is out walking and sees a kid, a disabled child, uh, riding one of these Amtrikes. I'm sure they, for the most part, they have no idea what goes into it. And you've just painted a really good word picture of that. You're talking about kids with all kinds of different disabilities, and you really work to make sure that each of those needs is met in the best way possible. Yeah, so it's really amazing to see children, not only children, but also adults. And so we've provided tricycles to Camp V for veterans and, you know, also adults. So we have them through all of the different um, sizes and ranges. Um, But yeah, so it's really special to to see um, an individual get on a tricycle um, and perhaps not even think that they may be able to do it and then to see them ride off on this tricycle. It's it's pretty phenomenal and it's amazing experience. So. Oh, I'm sure it creates a really good feeling with everybody. Now you've recently received three new adapted tricycles. You've assembled them and uh, Eric, uh, you have been over the last few days reaching out to families for distribution and delivery. And I know there have been some challenges uh, with the uh, Amtrak piece of your work, but this is, uh, really just kind of put you a little bit ahead of where you expected to be at this point, I believe? Yeah, so we didn't really expect to get any additional new Amtrikes for a few years now due to, you know, pandemic shipping issues and things of that nature. So we were told any of these new parts um, for any tricycle or bicycle would take several years for us to get. So we kind of were putting that on the back burner and only doing recycled tricycles. So if somebody had outgrown a trike or if they were just no longer using it, we would take it in, refurbish it, and then recycle it out into the community again. But we, you know, we were able to get a container of a shipment um, into our home office in North Carolina. And so it was really great to be able to receive three of those tricycles here in the East Texas area. So Mm -hmm. still recycling tricycles again from those that have outgrown theirs, always seeking donations from individuals. I think we kind of addressed that earlier. You've just got three new adapted tricycles. And if anybody just has a mind to donate some more, you're uh, the door's wide open for them. The door's always <laughs> wide open. So we got these three tricycles. Two of them came from a grant that we got from TB Butler, and one of them came from a um, donation that we got from um, Southern Lincoln Altice. So, um, so we're always looking for individuals and businesses and organizations to provide these for the families. Mm-hmm. And uh, you really very pleasantly surprised, I know, to get those new mm-hmm. tricycles. So you're doing better than expected, but still a little bit behind. I guess people need to know that. They need to know to be a little bit patient if they do want uh, an Amtrak or need an Amtrak. But you are working on it. And again, good time to give out that contact information. 903-312-4925 is the phone number. And you can email Tyler Ambux president at gmail.com or go to the website, tylerambux.org, and check out those Facebook and Instagram pages as well. For the Amtrikes and the Southside Park Project and the wheelchair ramp builds and basically anything else, which we're about to get to more of in just a moment here, as we visit with Amanda Storer with Tyler Area Ambux on In Focus, I'm... 
John Sims. Now, scholarships for therapists. You're continuing to sponsor local students for a National Ambooks scholarship. That's a very nice touch. Tell yeah. us about that. So, like I mentioned before, our you know Ambooks National Ambooks started with scholarships for therapists, and we continue right. to do that even on a local level. So we're able to sponsor um, scholarships for therapists, whether it be physical therapy, occupational therapy, speech therapy, and audiology. So um, students who are going, who are in those programs um, all across the nation will apply for a national AMBUX scholarship. And we can, if they are from this area, they can ask for us to sponsor them as their host chapter. And they, you know, and then they are more likely to be put into the, you know, chapter sponsor pile for consideration for our national scholarships in that realm. So, okay, scholarships have deadlines. Is there anything you can tell us about that, or do they just need to give you a call and maybe kind of work that out over the phone or by email? Yeah. Or? So our national Ambux website, ambux.org, has all the scholarship information on it. Um, there is a scholarships tab. Um, the scholarship typically opens up mid-February, so the application does, and then it ends in May. And so, and then our scholarship committee will meet in June to award the scholarships. Mm -hmm. so. Mid-February. So mm -hmm. we, th this Coming is very up. well timed. We're giving folks plenty of notice on that. Okay. Community service. Uh, I kind of chuckled a little bit when I saw uh, the bullet point you sent me about community service because that's what you're all about. But this is a uh, community service that really goes above and beyond what Ambucks is normally all about. And I'm sure gives you a great chance to help people and also network with other agencies in the communities just during the holiday season. I think there have been a couple of things at Food Bank, Salvation Army, maybe some other agencies. Tell us a little bit about what you've been doing along that line. Yeah, so we are, even though we are our own nonprofit organization and we are, you know, always looking for volunteers and things, we are invested in this community. And so our members uh, want to want to network and be invested in other organizations and see what's going on out in the community. Um, not only just to network with others, meet other people that we might can bring alongside of us, but also just to see, you know, how are organizations operating in Tyler and how can we be a part of that? And so we, our members are logging, you know, it, they're logging hours. Each time we have a sign-in sheet at our meetings, they're logging volunteer hours out in the community that are far exceeding what they do with even our organization. Mm -hmm. And now your membership covers a wide range of professions. Somebody listening this morning, hey, do I want to join Ambooks? Do I want to connect with Ambooks? It seems like it can be in practically any uh, line of work, uh, any type of business or what have you, and still be an effective and uh, engaged member of Ambooks. Yeah, so I think people get hung up sometimes when they hear that it's American business clubs and they're like, oh, well, I, you know, I don't have a business or I'm not a business person or what does that even mean? And so, and then they find out, oh, we have therapists and we have you know, we have retired people and then, you know, um, and then we have bankers and, you know, faculty members and just anybody in the community that has a heart for what we do and wants to come alongside of our mission to create mobility and independence for those with disabilities. So, I mean, people have, you know, people have people in their life that may have a disability that may, you know, and they gravitate towards this population of people. Um, they may just want to get together and use their hands and, you know, do something meaningful out in the community and build a wheelchair ramp, you know, or build a tricycle and give it away. And so, 
Um, so really anybody is uh, can be a part of our organization. All right. And then as we move through the show in the next few moments, we'll be telling you a little bit more about how you can become a member or at least become engaged with the organization in one way or the other. And I notice you have the motto, shoulders together. Mm -hmm. I guess those two words really sum it all up as far as the kind of folks you're looking for. Yeah, so we, we use that kind of side motto, and so just shoulders together, meaning if we come together, we can we can really make a change for our communities. Mm-hmm. And uh, you tell us it's truly evident when you watch your diverse membership come together to help those in need. It could be people from all walks of life, mm-hmm. I guess is the expression that I was looking for. Yes. Um, now, Ambux has social events every t- fifth Tuesday of the quarter. Uh, tell us about these social events and uh, what it allows members to do and, needless to say, how much fun they are. <laughs> so fun. So we meet the first and third Tuesday of each month. So in in the quarter, there's usually one month in there that has a fifth Tuesday, so we choose to do a social. We tend to try and pick locations in the community that are either new or that we haven't visited before um, to kind of give a local business support as well. And so, but we meet and it's less of a business model that we have when we do our meetings and more of just a social atmosphere. Um, There are times where we may meet at a member's house, so, you know, we may have a pool party or something of that nature. And it's just so you can get to know Ambox a little bit on a less uh, formal scale and and yeah and it's just really fun to be able to meet the membership in that way okay and i guess the most recent one would have been your christmas holiday season yeah, party. So we had a christmas social at a member's home and so played a lot of minute to you know minute to win it games and had a lot of competition with prizes and things of that nature so mm-hmm. it was fun and members serve on committees with all the different mm-hmm. kinds of work you do that comes as no surprise yes. uh, different committees to handle all the different types of uh, work that you do Okay, Amanda Storer with Ambux of Tyler Area Ambux specifically is our guest this morning on In Focus. I'm John Sims. Contact information, phone number is 903-312-4925. You can also email Ambux President Tyler, excuse me, Tyler Ambux President at gmail.com. And then TylerAmbux.org is the website with Facebook and Instagram social media capabilities. Uh, you mentioned a moment ago that Tyler Area Ambux meets the first and third Tuesday of each month. Uh, tell us a little bit about where those meetings are and how they work. So we meet at Yami Buffet here in Tyler, and so they have a meeting room, and so we meet back in the meeting room there. And so typically what that looks like is um, – one meeting a month, we have a guest speaker, and so that guest speaker comes from the community. It could be anybody from the community who has a, you know, interesting job or a hobby or something that they want to come and speak to us about. And so we're always polling the community to be like, you know, to come and speak to our membership. Again, just for networking capabilities and just to learn more about our community and how we might conserve in different ways. Um, and then the other meeting is usually more of a business meeting just to talk about what's coming up, um, any accomplishments, and to make plans and things of that of that nature. So, All righty. Now, a full membership in the chapter, that's Tier 1. That's $30 a month. Uh, what comes with that? So the $30 a month includes your meal. So a lot of people will do that if they you know want to come in, eat, and then just swoop out and leave and not have to worry about paying a tab or anything of that nature. Um, if they know that they're going to they're gonna attend most meetings, then a lot of people will choose that option. Um, the second tier is um, it does not include meals because th- that's for those who want to be members, but they're not sure if they can make meetings where they would eat or maybe they don't eat, you know, and they, they're just on the run or maybe they 
they attend meetings via Zoom because we do have that option still available. Um, we have a lot of therapists that can't leave the clinic, but they still want to be right. involved in the meetings and things of that nature. So they may attend virtually, and that is an option for them as well. Okay, uh, tier one dues uh, can be paid monthly or quarterly. Does that also is that also go for tier two members? Yes, exactly. Okay. Yeah. yeah, very. And um, dues can be paid via cash, check, PayPal, and. Um, uh, Square Reader. Yeah. Okay. So, That's a new yeah. one on me. Uh, uh, new uh, new portable, apps. Yeah. Portable oh. credit card reader is pretty much what that is. Oh my is. gosh. So new they have everything. New apps and new this and that just seem to pop up every day. <laughs> so uh, along the way, I, I learned something new. Yeah. Of course, I always do anyway. And if it's your first time attending one of these um, first and third Tuesday meetings, that first meal is complimentary. Yes, so we do provide that first meal for you um, um, as our guest, and so we want you to get the get the experience of being there and um, and just meeting people without having to worry about you know paying that bill at the end. So. Alrighty, and all speakers are comped. I guess that's pretty yes. much SOP for people who come to speak to civic groups and nonprofits. Yes. And you always do need more speakers for meetings, and you look forward to hearing from individuals in the community who work for all different types of operations. Yeah, our last speaker um, a couple a few weeks back was the uh, was an occupational therapist in town and so she was just talking about what her job was and um, how she got that job and so she was just talking about you know the basics of occupational therapy at her job at one of the hospitals and so it's just interesting for us to hear about you know different people's occupations and you know and their hobbies or if they own a business or you know mm -hmm. if they if they have avenues that we can get involved in and volunteer then definitely we want to hear about those as well so and if they want to take that first leap and contact you and say hey i'd love to come speak to your yes. group they can go ahead and get in touch with you at 903-312-4925 or via email at, at uh, uh tyler ambux president at gmail.com uh, coming up and this will be our last big uh, topic of the show, I believe, as we let you know once again, this is In Focus. I'm John Sims, and we're talking with Amanda Storer of Tyler Area Ambucks. Your golf tournament. Tell us about the big golf tournament. Some changes in that this year. Uh, tell us about that, where the location is. Anything people need to know at this point. Yeah, so we have an annual golf tournament that we um, have started in the past three years. And so we have that out at Pine Springs Golf Club. And so um, Pine Springs has been really great to us um, throughout this throughout these years, especially with the pandemic and everything. So it's been really great to have golf tournaments because you can be outside and, you know, and still be safe and things of that nature. So we had a really good golf tournament in October with Pine Springs. However, we decided that at that time that uh, we think that a May date for our golf tournament would work best. So we are moving from October to May. And so our next golf tournament will be May 23rd of this year. So May 23rd, 2022. So um, we are always looking for sponsors. So our whole sponsors are $100 a piece um, and that will get you signage at the hole. And um, we also have, um, it is a four person scramble. So that's $125 per team. Um, so with four people out there, we have lunch provided by Outback, mm. cookies provided by Sister to Sister, and you know we have uh, beverages provided by ETX Brewery. So we have a lot of great things that happen out there. Um, all of those proceeds go back to our programming, and so it's just a really fun time for us to get together with the community and raise some money for our programming. You bet. Uh, Pine Springs Golf Course, for those of you who are not familiar with the course, it is off Highway 271 out in the Winona 
area. Of course, you can, I'm sure, Google map it and find it easily yeah. enough. Uh, any kind of a deadline for a registration for this tournament? So we are going to have, well, uh, you can even register on site. A lot of golfers like to register on site, but sure, we yeah. will have a digital registration coming up soon. And so um, within the next two to three weeks, we will be going live with that digital registration and also digital sponsorship forms. And so that is something new that we haven't had before um, and something that was requested by some. Some people People still like to bring a basic check or cash um, on the day of, and that is yeah. perfectly fine. And we can plan around that and plan for that. But for those that want to get a jump start on it and may have to, you know, go ahead and put it in their budget, then we can go ahead and get that started in the next few weeks. All right. So May 23rd, 2022, Pine Springs Golf Course, the big Tyler Area Ambooks Golf Tournament. And I know these things start early in the morning. Do you have a specific start time you want? So actually, ours are starting um, in the afternoon. Oh, so okay. we have lunch. Glad I brought that up. Yeah. <laughs> so we have registration at 11, um, and lunch starts at 11.30. And then uh, we have we actually have a steak lunch that's provided by Outback, so it's really great, and it was wonderful last year. Mm. Um, and then after that, the uh, shotgun start is at 1 o'clock. So, um, so we don't... And, we don't make you get up super early in the morning. It's a, usually a beautiful afternoon out there, and uh, we have we have a great time. We always have a, a great host and an MC, and so David Beeler from uh, a former kicker from the Dallas Cowboys wow. is our host, and he will be again this year, and so he's really excited to return. Well, let's not leave him out of the picture. Yeah. That's going to be a big draw in and of itself. Uh, do you have any kind of financial goal with an event like this, or just however much you can bring in? How does that work? So typically we we really budget for we are looking for this past year we were looking for at least 2500 and we met that goal and so this year we're really wanting to double that and so um, we are trying to double the teams that we have um, and the sponsorships that we generate so we are hoping to get at least 5000 with that and for for our small club that would be a great feat so all right and for more information on that or anything else we've talked about today or even at least touched on tylerambucks.org is the website email tylerambuckspresident at gmail.com and the phone number 903-3112 um, why do i keep doing <laughs> happy new year there you go uh, 903-312-4925 903-312-4925 and you can call me up and complain if you dial a wrong number because <laughs> i sometimes get a little bit fumble mouthed every now and then um not too often i hope or i wouldn't be able to make a living at all but that that pretty much wraps up the show i know you have a lot of big plans coming up just to quickly review uh, the Southside park project the amtrak amtrikes the scholarships for therapists lots of community service always looking for speakers at your meetings and the list goes on and on and on but for now amanda storer with tyler area ambucks great visit this morning good luck with everything thanks so much for joining us today on yeah. in focus thank you so much and happy new year to you you bet thanks once again amanda storer with Tyler Area Ambucks, our guest this morning on In Focus. Uh, TylerAmbucks.org is the website. I'm John Sims. Thank you for joining us. And we'll, as always, see you again next week on In Focus.